What is happening? What is shaking? What is doing? What is going on out here in podcast land? Hello, peeps, ladies, gentlemen, fish, I don't know, donkeys, uh, horses, pugs, whatever, whatever you are out there. Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Craft Conversations and uh, I'm glad you're here, really. What do we have up front there? Well, we had... uh, uh, new guy I'm into is his name is Ren, R E N, and uh, that was a song called "What You Want." Throwback to like the Beastie Boys, right? I mean, let me back out just a little bit here. I think I got, I think I'm a little too far in, too close, too too near. How's that? Does that look good? What we got over here. We got over here. I got a side view going on over here. I got a front view right there. I've got, uh, uh, let's see what we got going on over here. We'll do a selfie. There we go. Got a selfie view going on over here. Um, and then we got this. We got the, uh, we got the computer going on over here. So what are we going to do? Well, first off, we're going to try and fucking, <laughs> we're going to try and, goddamn, we're going to try and fucking warm up because, for some reason, my trailer right now is not, I'm not getting any, uh, any warmth in the trailer. The fan cuts on, um, the blower blows, but I'm not getting any heat. I went outside just a minute ago and I changed the, uh, the, the, uh, the propane tanks. I got two propane tanks in the front, 20 pound, uh, propane tanks. And I, uh, one was definitely empty. So I switched it to the other that was full, turned the, uh, the heat back on and I still got no, no hot air blowing out of my fucking vents right now. So I don't know what is going on, but so if you see my nipples get hard, they're actually kind of hard right now. If you see them get even harder, that's because it's, it's a little chilly in here. I don't have, I need, you know what I need to do? I need to put like a, you know, one of those little things right here that has the humidity and the barometric pressure and the, the temperature, the fucking time, whatever. And just put everything right here, over there, 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 somewhere where I can keep track of what's going on. But it's uh, it's a little chilly in here, you know, but we're going to do it. We're going to do a podcast. Speaking of that, well, first off, let's open this beer because um, I'm thirsty. This is the, uh, let's go here. This is the Atomic Torpedo from Sierra Nevada. It is a... Juicy West Coast Double IPA, or what they call a DIPA. It's 9.2, or I'm, so, I'm sorry, 19.2 fluid ounces. It is uh, 8.2 ABV on the scale. We're going to look it up. 
it's a, it's up here on untapped already. I got it. So the atomic torpedo is IPA Imperial double. Uh, I've never checked it in before. It's got 50 IBUs or international bittering units. It's got an average rating of 3.89. ABV, like I said, alcohol by volume is 8.2%. Atomic Torpedo is our East Coast, West Coast hop collision. So they collided, unleashing the joint power of two styles. So you got a juicy East Coast IPA style and you got a dank, hoppy, bitter West Coast IPA style fused in this double IPA. Their hot flavors span lush fruit, sticky pine, floral tones. It's our classic IPA transformed. Soft yet assertive, approachable yet atomic. So that's what we're going to drink. I got it right here. We're going to pop it open. Um, I meant to get a glass glass so you could see the pour, but I did not. I did not. But that's okay. Let's see if we can share a pour with you. Maybe. Maybe you heard that on the mic. I'm not sure. Got a little bit of foam in there, a little bit of head. Um, head is good. That's what he said. We'll let that calm down a minute. So, what's been going on, guys? We were supposed to do, today, we're supposed to be the Paul, Deb, and Amanda Pietrofesso podcast. It was going to be my first ever with four people in the studio. This is my studio, I guess, the Craft Conversations um, Travel Trailer Studio, <laughs> I guess. I haven't really got a, an official name for it, but Craft Conversations from the Road, I guess, is what I was calling it. But So, yeah, we were supposed to do a podcast today. I got an email this morning at about 10.02 in the AM that my brother Kevin sent to me, my younger brother, Kevin, said that his uh, lovely wife, Susan, had COVID. So of course we were together uh, New Year's Eve or uh, Christmas Eve and uh, Christmas day yesterday, we had dinner over there, uh, my mom and dad and us. And uh, apparently she, she picked up COVID from somewhere. So she tested positive today. Um, as soon as I got that, I, I messaged uh, Paul and Deb and said, hey, look, um, this is what's going on. I've got a negative test. I tested. I'm negative. But this is what's going on. You know, my brother tested positive or fuck, his wife, excuse me, tested positive. So what do you think we want to do? I'm negative. Do you want me to come over? You still want to do the podcast? And uh, they were not real keen on it. So we're going to skip it for today. This is actually the third time we've had to, to abandon the podcast. First time I had to cancel. Second time, uh, Paul and Deb had to cancel. Third time, I guess it was kind of a mutual cancel today. But So we're going to get together eventually and, and do this podcast. But it's not going to be tonight. It's not going to be today. As a matter of fact, we would have been doing it. What time is it? Six o'clock. We, we would have been done with it by now, but... So I decided why not just do a little update podcast uh, by myself and um, just say hello to you folks. It's been a while, man. I don't even know. Let me check out the uh, the podcast here. Let's see what's going on. It's been a while since I posted anything um, podcast-wise on here. Let's see if I can figure it out. So how was you guys uh, Christmas? Was it good? Did you have a good time? Did you have uh, fun? Did anybody else catch COVID out there? If you did, let me know in the comments and, and discuss and see what you did to, to remedy it, whatever. But um, yeah, it's going around, man. There's a lot of flu. There's a lot of uh, COVID going around. RSV, which I think is the respiratory something. RSV, respiratory. Is it RV, RVS, RSV? I can't remember what the hell it, the name of it is, but... The flu, the COVID thing, the, the R thump, something is going on, going around. So there's like three different things, the trifecta um, of things that are going around and affecting people this holiday season. But, you know, people are still getting together. I don't know. People might be dying. People might, might be having a real hard time, but we're all together, man. You know, and if we die together, we, 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 we come in together, we die together, we live together, we, we do everything together. Then it's it's uh 
it's all together. I don't know. I don't even know what I was saying right there, but what was I going to, what was I going to check out? I was going to check out, um, fuck, I've already forgot. Oh my God. What was I going to check out? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I've got some notes here on the, on the, uh, on the computer. Um, again, that was Ren up front. I found that guy a couple nights ago. Um, he put out a new music video called Ren Dash High Ren, and it's basically uh, this dude in uh, like a kind of like a mental institution type scenario in a room. Uh, he's in there in a wheelchair, and he he is basically singing a song, and he's got two personalities. So he's got Ren, and then he's got uh, the other Ren. You know, the, the double personality, dual personality Ren. So it's kind of a, a back and forth between the two personalities on this acoustic guitar. And it's really fantastic. I loved it. I can't get enough of it. I've, I've downloaded it to my phone. I play it in the car. I've played it multiple times on the computer. And it's just a fun song, man. So I started looking up more of his songs. He's a British guy. Irish, British, what the fuck is he? I don't even know what he is. I haven't looked him up and uh, dove into his whole story, but I believe he's, he talks about Patty. He talks about Patty. What does he talk about? I believe he's Irish. So I'm not sure exactly where he is, but I love it. So I decided to find a song that I thought was apropos for this podcast. Didn't really have any significant meaning to it, but when I saw it, I said, oh man, that's classic uh, Beastie Boys. And I loved uh, Beastie Boys when I was in the 80s. Uh, back when I was in the uh, Casual Crew gang, and uh, Beastie Boys was uh, some of our main songs that we used to we used to run around to, kind of post um, breakdancing days that I had, you know, with Run DMC and uh, Big Daddy Kane and some of these other um, Marley Marr, um, NC Lights, and all these early kind of pre Beastie Boys uh, rap groups. R&B groups, not rap, not R&B groups, but rap groups that we used to break dance to at the, at the Galaxy Skating Rink and other places. We'd go out, the Port City Breakers is what we were called there in North Charleston. And uh, the Beastie Boys kind of came along a little bit later, kind of after that era was, was winding down and we kind of got into our gang uh, phase, which was the casual crew along with the... Uh, uh, DBL, uh, the Down by Law, the uh, Bugle Boys, uh, the New Breed, a bunch of different local North Charleston, North Charleston gangs that we had going on. So I don't know. I, th- I thought it was a fun song. I thought it was fun. I thought it was something that uh, you could dance to that was funky. Uh, nostalgic, I guess. So Anyway, we were supposed to do a podcast tonight with, with Paul, uh, Deborah, and uh, Amanda, all the Piatrofessos of the Piatrofesso family. We were going to do it at, at Paul and Deb's house. And once I told them that uh, my sister-in-law had COVID, that I've been exposed possibly, uh, they said, let's just reschedule. So not a big deal. But, you know, <laughs> there's a lot of people that, would not be afraid of COVID. There's a lot of people that would have said, ah, come on over, man. Don't worry about it. Uh, COVID's not a thing anyways. It's been ro- widely debunked. Um, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a pandemic, as they say, and don't even worry about it because it's not really even a thing. Um, blah, blah, blah. Even if, I, even if those people hadn't been vaccinated or if they had been vaccinated, they would say, ah, like it. Come on over. Don't worry about it. It's not a big deal. COVID is not a big deal. But uh, I think we know it is, right? I mean, it's, it's killed a bunch of people. And it probably would have killed even more without the vaccine. And it probably would have killed even less if more people would have gotten vaccinated early on to, to stop the, 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 um, the uh, morphing of the vaccine. You know, if, if everybody would have maybe during the initial vaccine or the initial virus and, and the Delta variant that came along afterwards that was a little heavier, heavy, heavier hitting if everybody would have maybe got vaccinated. If we could have got to 65, 70, 75, 80% vaccinated uh, nationwide and, and possibly worldwide, 
probably, maybe, we can only speculate, we can only go by the science of what they would have predicted, that these newer variants maybe would not have mutated. They would have not have come about, and we wouldn't have had to worry about uh, a new variant that now we've got uh, no immunity to, you know? So... But, you know, hindsight is twenty twenty, right? I mean, we can look back and we say, well, what if we would have done this? Or what if we would have done this? Well, we're, we're done with the what ifs. We're now into the what now type scenario. So what do we do now? How do we get us, how do we move us forward? How do we uh, get a handle on this, uh, the flu uh, epidemic, which has been going on for decades, and we still haven't figured out a way to do a one dose, you know, indoct uh, uh, inoculation to, the flu, now we've also got to figure out, and I think if we can figure out the flu or if we can figure out the COVID, I think both of those will fall in line with each other. If we could figure out one, we'll have an answer for both of those things, maybe. Hopefully. I don't know. I'm not a scientist. I'm not uh, a medical, uh, I'm not a PhD. I'm not an MD. I'm not a, a neuroscientist. Uh, I'm not a biochem guy. Uh, I do have significant training in physical and occupational therapy. Um, I do a lot of my own research, my own medical research through uh, different publications and, and peer-reviewed studies and those type, thing, those type things. I'm constantly educating myself and trying to keep up with the science and with the medicine and, and, uh, and stay on the cutting edge of things. So... Uh, we're going to get there. We're going to figure it out. Um, we haven't figured it out yet. I mean, we've been on this earth millions. Uh, well, the earth has been around millions and millions and millions of years. And there's been a lot of life. But as far as humankind goes and us trying to figure out ways to battle different uh, viruses and bacteria and things like that, we haven't figured it out. We figured out and, and, and squashed a lot of things, but there's still a lot of things out there that we have yet to encounter and there's uh, stuff that we've encountered that we've yet to figure out how to handle so i mean we're basically sitting here um you know we're a ball of cells and and and, and bacteria and we've got our own biodiversity we've got our own universe with inside our body there's the universe uh the mass universe out there in the sky there's a, a local universe within um the vicinity that you're in there's your own universe that's uh, within close pr proximity to you. There's a universe that's within your body. So you've got to figure out how to manage all those different cells and bacteria and viruses and, and mutations. And, and I don't know. It's just a lot of stuff that goes into it, man. So, you know, we're going to sit here and say, ah, oh, fucking Dr. Fauci, he had no clue what he's doing. And he, uh, he killed a bunch of people and he, he hates America and he doesn't care about life. I mean, Give me a fucking break. His entire job is to, <laughs> his entire job over the last half century has been to help uh, humankind. So, I don't know. Let's not get off on a tangent on that. So, <sighs> I don't even know what I was going to talk about. Let's just uh, drink a little bit of drink. So, Atomic Torpedo. Cheers, guys. Juicy West Coast, East Coast collaboration. IPA. That's fucking fantastic. I don't know if you can see it. You probably can't see it on the camera right here, but I've got some uh, some smoke, some condensation coming out of my mouth right now because it's 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 a little chilly in here. I got to figure out uh, once I switch those propane tanks why my uh, heat is not picking up here in the trailer. My my heat. My um, uh, pilot light is not cutting on to produce heat here in the trailer. I don't know why. Um, it just happened once I switched that propane tank, so I got to figure it out. But we'll be okay. We're not going to die. We're not going to die out here. Got plenty of uh, blankets and jackets and all kind of stuff to, to stay warm. But we'll figure the heat thing out here eventually as well. What else is going on? Uh, we just had Christmas. I hope you guys had a, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year's coming up. 
Um, we'll go here. Let's see what's going on here. We had Christmas Eve over, over here at my parents' house. This year we decided that my parents, uh, my brothers and I decided uh, my parents uh, were not going to lift a finger this year. Normally, you know, they're doing, they're fixing something. Usually they do the big the ham or the turkey or the, the roast beef or whatever meat we're going to have and a couple sides. And they, they uh, uh, slave all day in the kitchen. I'm sorry, I shouldn't use the word slave, but they, they work all day in the kitchen and sweat and, and do a lot of things. And, and my younger brother, Kevin, emailed one day and said, hey, look, let's, let's all get together and let's, let's decide that we're going to pull together all the food and the uh, arrangements and do Christmas Eve this year without the parents having to lift a finger. You know, they're both 78 years old and um, you know, we wanted them to relax. They've done enough Christmases their entire life, a lot. You know, if, they're, if you're looking at 20 years old, uh, when they first had uh, my younger, uh, my older brother, or 22 or whatever, however old they were when they had my older brother, I mean, they've been doing this fucking thing for 60 something years, 65 years. Uh, putting together Christmases <laughs> and uh, and dinners and and gifts and and uh, making sure everybody was was happy and satisfied and and having a good time. So we decided we're going to do that this year ourselves and uh, and release the burden off of them and do it. So we had a good time. Uh, my uncle came over. Uh, my mom's brother. Uh, he came over. He he lives in Andrews, South Carolina. So he came over. And then we had uh, both my brothers, their families, myself, uh, my mom and dad. Of course, all the dogs were there. Leah was there. My, my parents, two dogs, uh, Lucas and Simon. So it was a packed house and we had a great time. And then my younger brother and his wife, Susan, said they were going to have a, a dinner over at their house if anybody wanted to come over. So my parents and I decided we'd go over and, and partake in that. So we did that yesterday. So... Yeah, it was a good time, man. It was a good Christmas. I mean, it was pretty low-key, like the last couple have been. My uh, my oldest son is down in Sun City, Arizona with his wife, uh, Megan, and they're down visiting his in-laws, uh, Bill and Ellen, down there in Sun City, and they had a great time with, with all the fam down there and everybody that's, that's going on down in Sun City. My oldest, or my youngest son, God damn, I, I can't keep everybody straight, he was supposed to, to meet in Sun City and do Christmas with uh, with my son Brian and all those people there, but he decided. I guess he had another offer that uh, some friends of his were up on the East Coast, uh, Northeast, and he got a uh, uh, some free plane tickets to to kind of bounce back and forth to get over there, and then to bounce back and forth between three different states and uh, some uh, some different houses. We're going to stay some with some friends, so he didn't have any expenses that was going on, you know, hotels, travel, those type things. So he. Traveled on over to D.C., spun out there for a little while. I think he might have just has just have just left there, if he's even leaving there. Because here, here's the deal. He was supposed to call me on Christmas Eve. He was supposed to call me on Christmas Day. Hadn't called me yet. Haven't heard from him. I've texted back and forth twice, maybe. Um, Christmas Eve, I called him, and I didn't even hear back from him until seven hours later. So... <laughs> I really don't know what he's doing, but he was supposed to go to D.C., and then he was supposed to um, travel over to Philly and stay with some friends over there, and he was supposed to travel from there to New York City, and he's going to do the uh, the ball drop and all that kind of stuff with a buddy of his, uh, ex-roommate of his that, that graduated the same time he did this past May that uh, went out to New York City and got a job. So he's going to visit Seth, and they were going to hang out for the, the ball drop, so... I don't know exactly where he is right now. He's either in D.C. or Philly, and then he'll eventually end up in New York City. So, man, I didn't get to spend any time with either one, either one of those guys this year. But hopefully, I'm going to get out uh, out west here very shortly. Maybe after the the new year, hit the road here in the trailer, the truck, blaze out to the West Coast, and uh, hit Arizona, Nevada, California. Washington, all those places out there and just see what's going on. But I uh, wouldn't want to do it right now. I mean, I don't know if you guys have been paying attention, but the weather out there is just insane. There was, you know, a whole shitload of stuff going on on the, on the West Coast, you know, starting in the 
the Northern California, uh, area. And then they, they went up into, it was up into Seattle and, and the Washington area. And then it's kind of rolled across the, the United States. And then it ended up over in the Northeast and, uh, you know, Michigan, Wisconsin, Minnesota, over into, uh, New York and Tennessee and a bunch of different places. And just, man, it's been rough. I mean, it's been blizzard like conditions. Uh, some of the, the, the biggest, most powerful storms that have been around uh, almost ever, like in Buffalo, New York, and some places. So some rough times going on out there. I hope everybody's being safe and any of my friends and uh, acquaintances that are up in those areas and, and some of the areas that have been hit hard. I, I, I hope you're okay. I hope you got power. I hope you got heat. I hope you're warm. I hope you're with friends and family. You're not stranded somewhere and uh, you're still alive. I mean, it's just, man, people are dying. People are freezing. People have no power. It's crazy. They're calling it, uh, you know, maybe, maybe the next ice age is coming. Who knows what's going on? But it's crazy out there right now. You know, what I've loved to have talked about all these things with, uh, you know, Paul and, and Deb and specifically, especially Amanda. I think we would have had a great time. I sat up the last two nights um, trying to go to sleep and was just racking my brain. I couldn't even go to sleep. I couldn't even fall asleep. I was up until two, three o'clock in the morning, um, trying to think about how am I going to set the camera angles up? And I hope everything's charged like it's supposed to be charged and nothing dies and all the batteries stay, you know, uh, up to where they're supposed to be. And I hope that we can hook up and all the, the stuff, uh, like I got hooked up right now that I think is working. I think nothing's freezing at the moment, but I was hoping that everything was going to stay connected and we would have no frozen videos and there was nothing that was going to drop and that the, the mics were all going to sound good. It was going to be the first time that I was running four different microphones, uh, you know, for four different people. Uh, the most we've ever done is, is three people, I think, on a podcast. But that was when we had, um, you know, the full studio there at Craft Conversation Studio at the Zen Garden. And we had, you know, a board and, and real condenser mics and all this kind of stuff, you know, full time. I was going to have four different lavalier, lavalier mics, all of us mic'd up with four different mics. And, um, I don't know. I'm really disappointed really, but I get it. I, I understand, but I was really looking forward to it. Like I said, the last two nights, it's just, it's kept me up at night just trying to figure out how I was going to do everything and what we were going to talk about. And if I was going to feel good and what I was going to wear, I made sure I was wearing uh, a couple of things. I was, I was trying to advertise a couple of things. Matter of fact, let's talk about that for a second. So if we go over here to the Edisto Blackwater Boogie, that's the shirt I got on. If you've seen it, um, Edisto Blackwater Boogie was fantastic. This was the third year that they've done it. And it's basically, they've got uh, three stages out there at the, at the Givan State Park and, and they do live music uh, three days in a row. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, vendors, you know, beer trucks, uh, all this kind of stuff, music, porta potties, you go out there, you can camp, uh, RV, all these type things. So if you look at the website here, um, the biggest thing that's come up here lately is it's time to nominate for the best of Charleston 2023. So if you go to this website, if you look at, if you go to Edisto Blackwater Boogie on Instagram, you can find this website here, the best of Charleston city paper. And when you go there, excuse me, you come on to here and uh, at the front page, actually, let's go back. Let's go back. So if I go, if I go back here and I copy this, and then if I was to open a new site and I was to post that into it, this is what you come up to first. So you paste that in there, you open up the website, it's going to bring you right here so you can Best place to see local music. You write in your, your thing. Um, we'll skip that. Best recording studio, best rock music club, best trivia night. I think they got best coffee shop, you know, best, best of everything. So if you go into, uh, culture, arts and entertainments, maybe I haven't even done this yet. This is, I was getting into this and I, I didn't. So, oh, it's the best drag show. Nice. Uh, local actor, artists, best local podcast. Why am I not in there? Let's see. Write my nomination. I'm going to write my name in there. Craft Conversations. 
Oh, it's making me sign in. Fuck it. But anyway, you can go to, you can go, <laughs> you can go here. You can go there. Vote for Edisto Blackwater Boogie. And if you want to, write my name in for Craft Conversations for the best podcast. Um, yeah, so that's that's that. Uh, you know, Mr. Dan Riley runs this thing and, and some other people involved, but it was kind of his dream and he put it together and he found all the vendors and, and the supporters and the, the donors and all that kind of stuff to make this thing run. So it's going to be the fourth one coming up here next year. I was a part of it this year, a sponsor, and um, hopefully I'm going to, get, going to get even more involved the next year that this thing comes along. Um, the next thing I wanted to talk about, you know, I got this hat on here. Where am I at? Um, Songs of the Unsung. So my buddy, Eric Barnett, runs Songs of the Unsung, and he's been posting a lot of uh, the podcasts that he's done here recently. So get on there and take a look. Go to Songs of, Songs of the Unsung on Instagram. Go ahead and uh, follow him and, and like some of his posts. He posted something earlier today. So there's been a ton of fantastic music released this year. And uh, these were his, what did he say, top 10? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. I think there's 12 albums on here that he said uh, he loved them. Uh, songs he listened, or albums he listened to for this year. Uh, a lot of friends that I've had on the podcast and that he's had on, had on the podcast and then some other various uh, people as well, but like Mike Friend, Dan Riley, Ron Daniel, um, Roger Mindwater, um, those guys I've had on my, my my podcast and he's had on his as well. But <clears throat> So anyway, there's uh, those guys that you can go out and take a look at and, and like, share, listen to, download, whatever, whatever you want to do with them. So that's fun. Um, and that's what I wanted to do on the podcast uh, with Pia Trefessos today was just kind of showcase the boogie, showcase uh, songs that he unsung, and just give some love out there to everybody while uh, hopefully they give some love to, to this podcast. So, uh, What else, guys? It's kind of impromptu, you know, just uh, trying to to give you guys something because... I wasn't able to do the the thing I wanted to today, so. Oh, man. Possibility, when uh, my uncle came over for Christmas Eve, we've been talking back and forth uh, for a couple of different reasons. I'll tell you why. But for one reason, uh, he had applied to do the Mississippi River Paddle before I did. He applied about two years prior to me, and I, I gave him the information. I said, hey, look, this would be something right up your alley because he's a, a sailor. He's lived on a sailboat forever. He's 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 a boater. He was in the Navy. Um, so a lot of different reasons that I think he would be perfect for it. Or he would have been perfect for it. So he applied for the Warrior Expeditions uh, Mississippi, Mississippi River Paddle. Um, did not get selected, which is, you know, a lot of people don't get selected. It's 400 people that applied per year and about 40 people get selected. So 10%. Um, of course, I got selected two years later and, and did the Mississippi River. He has done the Great Loop one time before. Let me see if I can pull that up. I can't remember when, you know, way back in his youth, I guess. But he's decided that he is going to do the Great Loop once again. He just turned on December 7th. I think he turned 75 or 76. I'm not sure. One of those two things. But he wants to do the Great Loop again. And he's asked me to, to maybe do some of it with him. So if I pull up, let's see if I can find the map here. So if I pull up the map, I don't know, I can't fucking pull it up. Let's see. If I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to pull it up. But I have not. I have not pulled it up yet. Let's see. If I could pull up a picture of the Great Loop. Let's see what this looks like. Great Loop. I'll take a look. So the Great Loop pretty much goes 
Man, I can't get I can't get a full fucking map to pull up. Let's see what this thing does if I expand it. You can kind of get an idea, right? I mean, if we're here, if he's up here in the, the in the, the northern part of South Carolina, he's going to dump in here. The Great Loop goes around, and if you're not watching, I apologize. Just look up the Great Loop on your on your Google or or whatever search in, search engine you want to use, and just take a look at it. But kind of comes up through here. He'll leave in South Carolina, go up the loop, the coast, uh, go through the the Erie Canal here in New York, kind of come up. It goes up almost to the border of of Canada, and then uh, kind of goes through the the Great Lakes, and then comes down, eventually hooks into the Mississippi River, goes down all the way back to the Gulf, and then comes around over the the Horn of uh, you know the the leg of Florida. Anyway, what my plan is, or what the plan is, is I may, if I'm around, because it's a few different things. I'm, I'm gonna go over a couple of different uh, you know options here. Couple of different things going on, but if I'm around, if I'm not doing anything, if if I have the time, my plan is to possibly meet him up around uh, Lake, or uh, I'm sorry, the Hudson River, there in New York. Uh, two rivers make up the Erie Canal, and it's like 351 miles, I think, of, of rivers. But I would meet him, and he's going to be my support boat. I would bring my canoe that I used you know, for the Mississippi River, he would be my support boat and we would both kind of go and I would paddle and he would support me and give me whatever I needed. And then when I would stop for the night, we'd either camp off the boat or we'd uh, camp, you know, in the boat or a combination of the two or whatever. And we'd go and I would do the entire Erie Canal. And then I would uh, you know, hitch a ride or get a ride back to wherever my car was and I'd be done for that. And he would continue the loop. At one time, we had discussed that I would do the entire Great Loop with him, but he's talking about a year worth of uh, time doing this Great Loop. And I said, man, I don't, I don't know if I have a year's worth to, to sit on a boat with you. <laughs> I love you to death, and you're a great guy, and uh, you, you know, you, you're related to me and those type things. But I'm not sure I want to do a year on a boat uh, with just you and me and a couple dogs. But So anyway, that might be coming up. I might do the Erie Canal. A little bit of that and and do some paddling here coming up in the spring late spring early summer now what's gonna uh, maybe make that not happen well i may possibly hopefully if things work out and and i haven't i want to do an episode eventually and 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 explain why i'm still sitting here in south carolina and i'm not traveling the united states like i should be in my travel trailer here but um, I'm, I'm not ready to discuss those uh, particulars, those specifics right now, but there's a great possibility that uh, uh, within the next month, hopefully, I'll be able to hit the road and I'm going to start uh, traveling back out west again. So if that happens, I might not be here on the East Coast to do the Great Loop portion that I want to do. I might be out west doing some, some different things out there. So that's uh, one possibility that might keep me from doing the Great Loop section. Uh, the second thing is, I possibly, maybe, I don't know, it's a thought. I thought about it four years ago, or three and a half years ago, three years ago at this point, but there's a possibility I might run for the mayor of Somerville. Uh, some things that have to happen before I can do that right now, my residency that I currently claim here in South Carolina, even though I don't have a legitimate residency anywhere, that's the whole point of living in a travel trailer, but uh, my legal residence right now is not in the city of Somerville. So in order to run for mayor, you have to be, uh, number one, you have to be registered to vote within South Carolina. Number two, you have to be a resident of the, of the city of Somerville. At the moment, I am uh, not currently residing within the city. So some things that uh, could possibly happen. Uh, probably the the thing that would happen if I definitely decided that that I was going to make a run, and this might happen regardless. But uh, I've got a I've got a good buddy of mine that has offered to uh, to give me a lease agreement and let me stay 
within his uh, yard and, and claim his address as my, my residence for the state of South Carolina, the city of Somerville. And that would put me within the city, and then I would be qualified to run for the mayor. So that's something. So between uh, maybe hitting the road, going back out west, and, and maybe running for the mayor of Somerville, there's a couple of reasons that I may or may not be going on this great loop trip or a portion of the trip. So, yeah. So you got that. Um, what else I got? Uh, I already talked about the Songs of the Unsung podcast. I'm looking at my notes here on the, the computer. Well, we t- already talked about the Edisto Boogie and the city paper. Go on there and vote uh, for the, for the uh, you know, vote for the best coffee place, Coastal Coffee Roasters, vote for the the best music uh, venue or event, or I think I can't remember what the actual category is. Let's take a look here. It's um, nominate Edisto Blackwater Boogie for the best place to see local music. So you got the Blackwater Boogie, uh, Coastal Coffee would be another uh, thing I would vote for. Um, I don't even know what else is in the categories. You know what else you can vote for. So go to City Paper, uh, CharlestonCityPaper.com. And do all the voting you can and take a look at Somerville. If you're some of my Somerville, West Ashley friends, I think you know what to do. You know, vote for vote for some of these people that support local music and support podcasts and support me and support you guys and support all of us. And uh, let's make a let's make a big push to do a big Somerville. Let's get everybody in Somerville nominated. You know, get everybody in Somerville the award this year. How about that? Then it'll be great. And I would love to see that. So uh what else? Man, it's cold out here. I gotta figure out this fucking heat thing, man. I don't know why that that uh that pilot light is not coming on and heating the trailer like it's supposed to. I gotta there's something out there at the at the propane tank level that is not switching over from one tank to the other. Because when I had it on the other tank, it was running fine. That tank is empty. I switched uh, the switch over and I opened up the tank on the other side and it's not heating. I don't know why, but. All right. Well, we're 42 minutes in. We haven't talked about a whole lot. I don't think. I don't know. But I love all you guys. I hope you're having a good time. I hope you had a fantastic Christmas. I hope you had a great time with friends, family, siblings, loved ones, kids your pets, everybody, that everybody had the best time, ate all the the food that you wanted to eat, and and, uh, uh, you got all the politics out of the way in religion. You had all the the fun conversations, you did all that that stuff, and that you're looking forward to the new year. Hope you're staying warm. I hope everybody has heat and power and electricity and gas and all those things. Um, I look forward to, to one day when we don't have to worry about these issues that everybody is in some sort of dome that just uh, you're protected at all times, no matter what the weather is doing outside. And uh, we're going to get there. We're going to make uh, the world a better place as we go along, as we have for the thousands of years that we've been here so far and we've made improvements and made lives better. And and, and in some ways we've made lives suck, you know, but I think for the most part in general, we've uh, made lives better over time, you know, and this is the best time to be alive ever in history. Even though we have some, some bad weather patterns going on right now, we have some people that have died from COVID and we've had a pandemic and we've had some inflation going on. We've had some gas, gas prices going up and, uh, a lot more encounters at the border and there's all kinds of things going on that just it's, it's cyclical. You know, it's, it, things happen in cycles and it's, it's been going on since the beginning of time. And I don't think that that right now is any worse than any other time in history. And I think the, the biggest thing right now is that we have more information at our fingertips than we've ever had in the past. So used to be, we just knew what was happening within our tribe, you know, within our, 10 people tribe or our 50 people tribe or just in our local area. Uh, we had no clue what was going on uh, 10 miles down the road, much less across on the other side of the fucking world. 
And now we know what's going on in every inch, every corner, every nook and cranny of the world. And there's a lot of stuff that happens within every nook and cranny that when you add all those together, it looks like a massive weight that's on our shoulders. And it looks like it's a massive problem. And it's a massive pandemic that the world is going to end and that things are just uh, about to uh, destruct. But really, it's nothing that hasn't been going on the entire time humans have inhabited the earth. It's just, uh, we see it all now. So put those blinders on, turn off your Instagram, turn off your Facebook and your Twitter and your true social and your TikTok, and, and get off of those things and, and you won't see. Um, and what you, what, what's that thing they always said, right? What you don't know <laughs> can't hurt you, right? So if you don't know about it, you don't worry about it. So don't know about it is what I say. Um, I keep up with it. But everybody's different, right? I mean, everybody has a different way of different way of dealing with um, adversity or tragedy or greatness or um, anything. Really, everybody has a different way of dealing with everything. Everybody is, even though we are all we all look alike, we kind of act alike, we kind of uh, have similar DNA and 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 biology. We are all certainly different. Even uh, even two twins aren't the same, you know, that pretty much share almost identically everything. They're still not the same. So how, you know, if those two people aren't the same, how can you expect any other human to be the same? We're all biologically different. We all uh, are affected different, whether it be, you know, I, I could eat a whole fucking uh, tub of peanuts and somebody else could eat one or just be exposed to some dust from a fucking peanut and they're dead. I could eat a whole fucking tub of peanuts, a whole goddamn peanuts for fucking a week. And um, I'm good to go. I might have some stomach distress, maybe. Maybe get uh, constipated a little bit, but, but I'm not going to die. So we're all different. Everybody reacts different to the COVID vaccine. Everybody reacts different to COVID itself. Everybody reacts different to the flu. Everybody reacts different to seasonal allergies. Uh, some, you know, I can get bit by a bee on my cheek and I'll swell up out to here. Somebody else could get bit, uh, you know, it's a little tiny sting and nobody gives a fuck, but so we're all different. We all react differently. We can't expect everybody to, um, be the same. We sit out there and judge people and things and animals and bugs and all these things all the time. And, you know, we're no better than anybody else. We're no better than a fruit fly. We're no better than a goddamn armadillo. We're all just living our life. We're living our version of life. And we all have our own brain, whether it's big, whether it's small, whether it's whatever. We, we, we all have our own goals of what we're supposed to be doing, whether it's an ant. You know, their entire life is supposed to be just uh, mating and supposed to be building an anthill and uh, being workers. I don't know. I don't know what I'm saying, but there are bazillions of different life forms on this earth. And we are stupid and naive and arrogant to think that we are the only beings on this earth that matter. Take care of each other. Take care of the animals around you. Take care of the bugs. Take care of the, the birds, the fish. Um, now, if you need to eat, if you need to survive, if you need to live, yeah, sometimes you got to do what you got to do. And, and, and the rest of the animal kingdom does that as well. But in general, the majority of us, and I'm talking about the entire animal kingdom, bugs, whatever, we normally all just get along, you know, um, let's do that. Let's vow in the year 2023, that we're all going to love each other a little more. We're all going to uh, be more compassionate about other animals, other beings, other plants, anthropods, fish, um, uh, reptiles, whatever. 
let's all live on this earth together and let's thrive and let's let's live in harmony like we used to do. All right. Oh, I've gotten too deep. We're 50 minutes in. I think I'm going to call it. Um, I love you guys. Man, it's been a long time. I need to do this more often. I used to do this once a week. Sometimes uh, at one point it was twice a week. And um, I need to do this more often because it really makes me think a little bit. It gets some stuff off my chest. It lets me express some of my thoughts and ideas and get them out of my head. And hopefully it helps somebody out there, you know. I'm not sure how many people are listening and watching and, and sharing these days, but if you are, I appreciate it. Go to all the platforms. You got YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, Apple iTunes, uh, wherever you can find this podcast, please like, subscribe, share, comment, do whatever. Just, you know, show some love and uh, let's help get the word out there that we're all together in this. And um, I know me personally, I want to see, and I hate, I don't even know why I said that, me personally. Me. If I say me, you know, it's personal, right? It's me. So I know for me, I want to see everybody get along. I want to see everybody thrive. I want to see everybody successful. I want to see everybody happy. I want to see everybody live a long life. And we can all do that together. We just love each other, really. That's all it takes. Let's love each other. And I love you guys. And I'll talk to you soon.